Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, it's a, it's a Wednesday, but, you know, we're treating it kind of like a Friday. Tomorrow is a Thanksgiving, and it's the beginning of a long holiday weekend for many of you. Some of you cheated and took today off. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us. Uh, we did not get a traffic update during our news, so uh, right now let's get that traffic update for you. All right, I'm Scoot on the air. It is uh, Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve. A lot going on. In fact, I'm just getting some breaking news here. We, we told you earlier about the breaking news about a, a car traveling at a high rate of speed exploded on the bridge at the the border of of U.S., the United States, and Canada. Now the Buffalo Airport, which is not far away, the Buffalo Airport has been closed to international flights. I'm sure this is being done in an abundance of caution, but it's just kind of scary. As soon as I heard about that uh, car exploding at the U.S.-Canadian border, I I got a little nervous. I mean, these days you, you can't help but be a little nervous. And it happening at the, the border? Is there some connection there? Is there some reason for that? And then also the Buffalo Airport is closed. So we'll continue to uh, to track that. All right, I'm Scoot on the air. Uh, really glad you are with us. Um, we're having uh, just kind of a, a fun, relaxed day because so many people have already uh, taken the day off. Um, we've got a couple of calls to get to. But let me mention that, you, you know, Black Friday is coming up on Friday. And then there's Cyber Monday. There's Giving Tuesday. But you know what today is? Today is Green Wednesday. And according to marijuana growers, it's Green Wednesday because the sale of recreational marijuana usually doubles the day before Thanksgiving. Maybe that's why people eat so much on Thanksgiving, because they've got the munchies. Maybe that's it. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't need marijuana to give me the munchies on Thanksgiving because the food just looks and smells so good. Well, we've all got that one cousin. <laughs> yes, we do. You know, who's like <laughs> over by the by the by the door out to the porch, and he gives you that <laughs> the nudge. He gives you the wink, and he's like, yeah. "Hey, man, we're going outside to just uh, check on the outside and see what the outside is like before we come back in and sit down <laughs> at this dinner." Well, and you know, and and some people need a little pot or something like that to just get through the dinner. You know, and I'm I'm sure we we talk about avoiding uh, conversations about politics uh, during Thanksgiving, but I'm sure there are people who are just they're they're gaining information. Maybe they're going to like the New Orleans Public Library to get information because they're waiting to get in an argument with that family member or friend that has the opposite beliefs of them, and they're just waiting to chop them down with everything they say. So I'm sure there's some people that are actually eagerly awaiting the uh, political conversation. In Wisconsin, a man allegedly molested a 14-year-old girl. She's described as a family friend. She was visiting her grandparents at a nudist colony in Minnesota over the summer. 
The nudist colony is described as family-friendly. It's the Oakwood Sky. Family-friendly nudist colony. Family-friendly, non-sexual nudist colony. Now, I'm not a nudist, so I, I can't speak to this, but there are people who just like to walk around naked. I mean, they enjoy it. Uh, they, they find it some kind of a natural state of being. And certainly it's a more natural state of being than, than wearing clothes. But I do find that, uh, I do find that kind, of, kind, of, kind of interesting that, you know, some people just feel this really great intrinsic desire to, to, to be naked. And these are, are true nudists. And there, it, there's not, it's not a sexual thing. And if you've ever been to a nudist beach, you know that a nude beach is not generally a sexual place. It's just a place where, you know, people are, people are nude. But, I mean, this is just this weird. Uh, this, um, this man, Stephen Wick, uh, Wickland of Kempen, Wisconsin, is the defendant in the case. And Wickland was charged um, last week with third-degree criminal sexual conduct in connection with the alleged crimes. And so he's, he's at this family-friendly, non-sexual nudist colony. He's with a 14-year-old girl. They're both sitting inside the club when he allegedly starts to rape her and force her to touch his genitals. And he kept telling her, it's fine, it's normal. I must have gotten that from a priest. Anyway, so... I don't know why it's taken this long to uh, to, to, to come out, but um, I don't want to go further into this, this story because he, the guy goes into asking her weird questions about things that she might be doing with her and her girlfriends. So, th- you know, this guy is just a wacko. And I remind you that, okay, the guy's naked. He's not a drag queen. So I, I remind you that the people that you're most afraid of when it comes to, like, molesting your kids or grooming your kids are not the drag queens. They're the other people in your life. All right, let's go to Jimmy in Gretna. I'm sure we've got a concert update coming from Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, thanks for hanging on. Hey, and I'll start with this, Scoot. You know, they say tonight's like the biggest night for single people to go out. Yeah. It's kind of like this, they're, you know, the smokers, they're smoking out, they're smoking their pot because they're stressed out to see their in-laws <laughs> tomorrow. And it's, it's like the single people are like scrambling to find a date, you know. So it's, it's kind of comical, I guess, the background, all that. But yeah, no, there's a, a there is a rock band, the band that does that Journey tribute rock band, a uh, rock show Nola. They have another band, the guys in that band, and it's called Phase Five. They're playing tonight at Whiskey Cowboy Saloon. So if there's any single people who want to go to a rock show, that's in Metairie tonight. I told Ian, I know Ian likes comedy. Co Vaughn, he's kind of become a big podcaster. He's going to be at UNO uh, Friday night. So anybody listening who's in it, Co Vaughn, he's actually I think he's from the North Shore, but now he's like. He's a huge star now. And, uh, yeah, look, you brought up the Pelicans. Pelicans play tonight. Tickets are like 3 bucks online wow. on the secondary market. And check this out. The two-lane game scoop Friday, $1. Ian can pull it up on the secondary market, $1 tickets right now. I guess because the students are out of town and all that. Yeah. But that's crazy because the two-lane games Friday, they've not only won 10 games, probably going to win 12 or 13, but it's on ABC. I don't remember the last time Tulane football has been on ABC, yeah. and and the game is at Yeoman. So and you know, it's cool. going to be a little embarrassing to see so many empty seats. And Jimmy, one of the reasons that I've I've heard that there are so many empty seats at uh, Yeoman Stadium is because at the beginning of the season, when Tulane played Old Miss, apparently it was cheaper to buy season tickets than to buy individual tickets for the the Tulane Old Miss game. 
And so a lot of Ole Miss fans bought season tickets just so they could get tickets to that game. So they're not they're not showing up every week, obviously. So I don't know. It's, it's not going to look good for Tulane. So, I mean, I hope a lot of people show up. I mean, they had to sort of start letting people in at, 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 at some point just to just to fill the stadium. So, yeah, Tulane, a Friday afternoon against uh, University of uh, Texas, UTSA at San Antonio. Um, LSU ends the season against Texas A&M. LSU should win that game. And let's look for uh, Jaden Daniels to continue to push for the, the Heisman. And then Sunday, the Saints play the Falcons. We'll talk a little bit more about that um, coming up. Let's go to uh, DTG in Nebraska. DTG, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Scoot. Uh, I'm actually from the area north shore of Louisiana over there, but uh, I've been on the road since April, and I'm heading home. I'm going to miss Thanksgiving, but uh, heading that way now. Okay. And I just wanted to bring up the fact that the uh, saxophone player for uh, Psychedelic Furs uh, passed away today. I, I didn't hear that. I, I saw it two or three different ways on Facebook, so okay. and it was their official page that said it. So I'm assuming it's not a, a right. fake. Yeah, well, if you're going to do a hoax with a death, you, you'd probably pick somebody bigger than the saxophone player with psychedelic furs. Correct. <laughs> All right, DTG. Listen, I, I appreciate the call. Safe travels and, and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. You too. All right, let's go to Cosmo in Shreveport. Cosmo, you're on WWL. Yeah, you were talking about uh, Kennedy assassination yeah. in New Orleans. And you remember Jim Garrison was the only person to do an That's indictment right. against Clay Shaw. And if, if you recall, the day he announced the indictment on Clay Shaw, David Ferry, the pilot that was supposedly in Dallas the day of the uh, assassination, right. was killed. Yeah, and, and uh, that's uh, Garrison's uh, investigation. But supposedly... Uh, you know, it was always rumored that Oswald and, uh, 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 you know, uh, David Ferry knew each other. And they were uh, both seen up, up on the North Shore in a little town called Enon between uh, Franklinton and Bogalusa. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's yeah. interesting. There were a lot of uh, a lot of connection. Cosmo, I, I appreciate the call. My dad actually had experience with uh, with David Ferry. David Ferry was a pilot who was implicated in the, the whole Kennedy assassination plot. And he had connections here in New Orleans. And my dad, my dad flew the, the company plane when he worked for, for Jack Spear. My dad was a great pilot, um, instrument rated and everything. But when the weather was really bad, he decided sometimes to hire another pilot to be with him in the cockpit. So there were two of them up there, as opposed to just my dad. That was a really smart thing to do. So um, they hired this pilot named David Ferry. And my dad came back after that trip, and he said, this guy was just insane he said the way this guy would would fly the plane he's like he is barreling into a thunderstorm like he didn't care if he lived or died and he had some kind of weird wig on and 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 like uh, st- stuff perspiration was like dripping down his um his forehead and the, the side of his head and i just remember my dad t- t- saying all these weird things about this guy david ferry and then he was implicated in the kennedy assassination so anyway just a an interesting um, tidbit. All right, let's go to our Cosmo in New Orleans. Cosmo, you're on WWL. Hey, Scoot. Hey. Um, good afternoon. I'm just calling to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you very much, Cosmo. And Yeah. And also, um, you know, I wanted so badly to go see Zebra last Saturday evening at the uh, House of Blues. But by the time I got around to it, it was sold out. Um I understand it was one of the best performances ever. They played the in, 
they played the entire first album in its entirety. And I remember seeing that band in 1978 when I first moved here, Old Man Rivers and a yeah. bunch of other venues. Hey, I got a, uh, a Christmas holiday savings tip. Okay. Uh, if you want to save money on gifts for Christmas, that's when you bring up politics at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Right, right. <laughs> which, uh, which I don't like to do, but it'll be a small Christmas. It's just, I mean, a small Thanksgiving. It's just me and my little, my little dog. But, but that's okay as long as I got her and. That's right. Well, that's having, cool. uh, having a, a peaceful Thanksgiving. It's all good for me. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Right. Cosmo, thank you for calling, and very happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Cosmo is one of our uh, semi-regular uh, callers. All right, um, a lot to talk about. Let, just to let you know that there's, there's like, um, you know, there's a party atmosphere in the air. There's a live band. There was a live band playing at Robert's on uh, Allen Toussaint Boulevard and West End Boulevard, right there at the, the, the corner there. It used to be Robert E. Lee Boulevard, now Allen Toussaint Boulevard. And West End, a live band playing at... Uh, at Robert's. At Robert's. Yeah. So no, that's a good at, gig if you can get it. Yeah, it is. Just an indication that, you know, people are in a party mood the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. <laughs> if anybody has any good suggestions about where you might want to party tonight, let us know and we'll uh, we'll pass that on. Also, um, a band, um, one of our listeners, uh, Doug, is in a band called The Flip Tones, and I heard them for their first show, and they do really good stuff. I don't have the in front of me. I think they're playing Saturday at The Stallion. Um, the flip tones, and, and they've apparently they've got some new songs. And I heard this band at Felix's this week. Um, actually, it was a Sunday night when I, I went to, to dinner with my, my little sister Nancy, who's in town. Um, the band's called Retro, and I was really impressed, especially with their uh, their, their set list. So you know, those are two things to uh, look at maybe this weekend. Look for a place where Retro is playing, and, um, and the flip tones are going to play. I think at the Stallion in Metairie. I think it's um, Saturday night. Let me just take one moment to address Mayor Cantrell playing the race card. Mayor, get over yourself. Stop doing this. There were a lot of African Americans who fought hard for equality. And don't you go taking advantage of of their work and all that they did, the pioneers in civil rights. Don't you take advantage of their work by playing the race card at a time when race does not matter. I think the federal judge in this case is black. Mayor Cantrell is desperately trying to clear her name. And I say desperately because she's got to be desperate if she's playing the race card. Oh, this is happening to me because I'm black. No, Mayor, it's not. And Mayor, listen to the African-American listeners of this show that call in and they don't like you. And they don't want you playing the race card. This has to do with your behavior. It has nothing to do with you being black. And by the way, you're innocent until proven guilty. But don't be playing the race card. We may have more to say about that next week. All right, I'm Scoot on the air. It is the day before Thanksgiving. And, you know, look, this is a, a time, you know, of year when people think about eating. So, you know, the consumption of, like, large amounts of food always uh, part of our, our life this time of year. So I thought we'd play this song. All right, we're coming back with more on WW. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, big day at uh, a lot of your homes tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day. And, you know, I, I'm i just, I'm so stupid. I, I, I got busy this week with a few things. I have to go to the store after the show today. I mean, I had to go pick up some items at the store. Wow. This is not the time to go to the store. You're throw some elbows tonight, I'll man. be at the store. And then, I, you know, I don't know, I may even um, go out and party. Because I'm not cooking a turkey. Picking it up at uh, Dickies. You're getting your smoked turkey, turkey from yes, uh, Dickies. I may do the skinless turkey for Christmas. All right, let's address something that comes up um, twice a year, and it's uh, coming up on Sunday. Um, the Saints play the Falcons in Atlanta. And what this means is that many of you are going to be sitting there with your children, and you're going to be watching the Saints and the Falcons. The camera is undoubtedly going to show the crowd there at the stadium. If the Falcons, if the Falcons score you might actually see Falcons fans kissing each other and hugging and kissing, which may cause some of your children to say, Mom, Dad, why are, the, why are those two Falcons fans kissing each other? And you don't want to have to answer these questions. You don't, but, but you do. It's, um, it's a true controversy. And I believe that we need to be more understanding. Because in my opinion... Atlanta Falcons fans were born that way. They didn't choose that lifestyle. I mean, why would they? Why would anybody choose that lifestyle? It's, uh, it's fraught with, with, with difficulties. So I think they were born that way, and I think we need to promote equality. And I do that as much as I can. The sight of uh, two Falcons fans um, kissing or hugging or showing affection toward each other in the stands this, this Sunday on, on TV, I mean, that can be an uncomfortable moment for many parents. And there's always the, you know, the possibility that your kids, um, I don't know. Uh, some people think that just the sight of Falcons fans might cause them to become Falcons fans. You know, we know that Falcons fans are trying to recruit other people to be Falcons fans. And many use their strong religious convictions to, to justify condemning Falcons fans because they believe that that lifestyle is an abomination. And even in the Bible, there's a reference to Falcons. Job uh, job. Job 28.7, the path of no bird of prey knows, nor has the falcon's eye caught sight of it. So there's a reference to the falcons in, in, in the Bible. And, and of course, there are more references to saints in the Bible than, than falcons. But I've heard people just condemn falcons fans, and I, I just don't think it's reasonable to believe that they, they chose that lifestyle. And a recent Supreme Court ruling made it legal for Falcons fans to even even get married. They can marry each other. They can have children. There are some people who are against Falcons fans adopting children because they're afraid that they're going to turn them into Falcons fans. You, you think that just living with, with two Falcons fans is going to turn you into a Falcons fan? No, I think that's something that comes from deep inside. You're, you're born that way. And I know there's some, some controversy about conversion therapy 
for Falcons fans. You know, at the beginning of experiencing this lifestyle, it may be the only viable option to save these young people from a a life of uh, being a Falcons fan. There are some brave members of the uh, mental health community that have worked out a, a basic curriculum that has shown signs of successfully convincing some Falcons fans that there's another way to live life. So, I, again, I just, I, I remind you that, that we're all equal. And you can disagree with what they support. But you shouldn't disagree with them as people. Because, after all, they are people. And I'm convinced they were born that way. So, I, I think the Saints uh, win the game Sunday. They certainly should. But it's going to be hard to, you know, watch all those Falcons fans celebrating if they happen to score or something like that. Why is it every single time I turn on my radio, you're going off about Falcons fans. It's Trump, Trump, Trump. And next thing you know, it's Falcons, Falcons, Falcons fans. And it's just the same thing every day. Don't you ever have anything else to talk about? What is? Why do you well, do this? Well, it's just it's such it's such a controversy. It's and I, I don't like the judgment. I mean, it's just not fair to 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 judge people who, again, I believe that they're they're born that way. I mean, there's no scientific evidence to prove that yet, but I think they're born that way. Um, there are people who criticize. There are bars in Atlanta, just for Falcons fans. They play music. They dance together. They, 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 you know, yeah, they just, their, their whole lifestyle is just out in the open. And they, they wear clothes. They wear attire that, you know, I mean, you could look at them and tell they're a Falcons fan. Well, look, I'm, I'm not a bigot. I don't hate anybody. I don't look down at anybody that's different from me like that. I just want to not see it. I just want to not know that it exists. I don't want to see Falcons fans being Falcon fans in public, even if they're just minding their own business well, and, and they got nothing to do with me and my family. It, it, it makes me uncomfortable, and it, that's my own issues that I should probably seek help for. But in the meanwhile, you know, I just think it's unfair that we talk about them or acknowledge them or make sure that they have equal rights well, or anything like I that. I think it's important to talk about it and get it out in the open because of people like you, so judgmental, you don't even want to see it. I don't even want to see Falcons fans. You know, I, I just, I, I think that's wrong, mainly because, you know, they can't help it. You know, there are people who are concerned about, uh, about Falcons fans reading books to children in libraries. I mean, who cares whether the book's read by a Saints fan or a Falcons fan? I mean, it's, it's still the it's still the same book, and it's entertaining. You know, and, and if you don't want to take your kids to a, a library where a Falcons fan is reading books to kids, don't do it. But if you um if you if you do it, then just you know try to teach them to be understanding because these people have equal rights. I am the center of the known universe. The world revolves around me. Anyone else's lived experience that's different from mine is necessarily inferior. No, no, that's wrong. And I'll tell you, there's, there's another controversy because there are some people who are, they're becoming Falcons fans. They weren't Falcons fans before, but they're trans Falcons fans. See? And they're, they're, they're transitioning into becoming a, a Falcons fan. And man, people are like, you know what? You're either a Falcons fan or you're not. But you, you can't, you know, you just can't become. A, yes, you can. I, I guess you can transition into a Falcons fan. But that's got to be something that comes from deep inside. Well, that doesn't affect me or my family or my well-being in the slightest. But I still hate it. Well, you need to get a grip and just understand that uh, we have to accept Falcons fans for, for, for who they are. And again, the Supreme Court has been very clear on this. Falcons fans deserve 
equal rights. All right. Uh, tomorrow is a big family affair for a lot of you. And uh, some of you probably are looking forward to that political discussion because you want to cut somebody down. You want to put them in their place. But, you know, many of you want to avoid the politics. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. I hope Thanksgiving Day tomorrow is a very comfortable day when you feel at home, wherever you are. I'm Scoot on the air. Really uh, glad you're with us. Uh, There's a Thanksgiving special on tomorrow. Uh, We're also off on Friday. A lot of football over the weekend. We will be back on uh, on Monday. So uh, like many of you, we're looking forward to a a long weekend. So I'm sure you've heard the news that uh, Daryl Hall has a restraining order or something like that against Daryl. Daryl Hall has a restraining order against John Oates. So Hall and Oates are, you know, kind of like at uh, at odds with each other. And, you know, I, I met the guys when they were first uh, first starting, and I've met them a couple of times over the years, and everything seems to be good. But the last time they were here at the Smoothie King Center, I was ba- backstage, and they had separate dressing rooms. And while, you know, they're adults, and but there was more to it than separate dressing rooms. You know, John was reading a book, and Daryl was, you know, fixing his hair. Um, no, I'm kidding about that. But... Uh, they, they, their body language, it, it was almost like they just didn't care about each other until they got on stage. And, and that happens with some, some bands. But since I've been on the air, I've also found out that Hall & Oates would not even travel on the same plane. They wouldn't even travel on the same flight. They wouldn't even travel using the same transportation company to and from the venue. So not only are they, they, they separate at the venue, but... They can't even take the same transportation to the venue. I mean, they're both, I don't know. I mean, are they even at the same hotel? Who knows? But, you know, they've really become divided. And I, I believe it happened in um, about 1980. Well, in 1986, I think this was the year. In 1986, Daryl Hall did a solo album. What was the title of the album again? Uh, three hearts, something about a happy ending. Three hearts and a happy ending. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> anyway, the album it had a couple of good songs on it and a few uh, a few hits. Two hits. One was uh, Downtown Life. Uh, uh, down is it Downtown Life? One was Downtown Life, and the yeah, other that was, was that uh, was that Foolish was Pride. That was the duo. Downtown Life is a Hall and Oates song. Well, maybe they did it later, but no, that was on his 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 album, and he did it as a solo song first. Okay, gotcha. Okay, but but you may have it. You may see it on Spotify as Hall yeah, Notes because kind of Daryl, of course, insisted that his solo songs be included in the Hall and Notes set. There you go. So anyway, um, I, I just I I, I noticed that um, that after Daryl Hall's album, his solo album, he he was trying to he was trying to launch a solo career, and it didn't work, and I kind of got the feeling that Daryl Hall was was um, mad, upset, disappointed that his solo career didn't work. And he didn't want to have to include John Oates, but the realization that he had to include John Oates in order to be as big as he, he wanted to be, I think was, um, was very indignant for him and, and, and very disappointing. And he, apparently that's about when his attitude started to, um, started to change about, about Hall & Oates. But I'm really sad because they've just been, you know, one of the most prolific duos in the history of, of pop music. They've just set record after record. They've just got so many songs out. And these two guys started out, they're, they're referred to as Blue-Eyed Soul. I mean, Daryl Hall's got, got blue eyes and, and light hair. But they're described as Blue-Eyed Soul because they're white guys doing soul music, essentially. And they grew up on the streets of Philadelphia singing together, doing harmony with, with, uh, with, with black singers as, as well. So, I mean, I, I, 
great group with a, a, a strong history, and it just seems like they've really kind of uh, drifted really far, far apart. And I think it's because Daryl Hall's solo album was uh, was not successful, and he felt uh, kind of indignant about having to include John Oates. All right, Ian's got some text messages for us. I'm going to wrap this up with Tammy in St. Rose who says, I have the antidote for ugly conversations. When everything is getting a little tense... I pull out the old picture albums and embarrass everybody <laughs> equally. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Scoot, and all of your audience, Tammy and Sarah. Love that. Tammy, happy Thanksgiving, and thank you for that. Uh, we are getting a lot of text messages that say, Happy Thanksgiving, Scoot, and everybody at WWL. We see those. We're appreciative of those. We're grateful for you guys, too. We're getting so many, I don't have time to reply all of them or read them, but we see them but and thank, we love yeah, them. Thank yeah. all of you for that. Um, here is Soothsayer Sam. He says, I got to see live on NBC Network News, Jack. Jack Ruby shooting Lee Harvey Oswald in the basement of the Dallas police headquarters on his way to an armored car to take him to the county jail live in black and white. Pretty impressive for a 10-year-old kid. I saw that, too. I don't remember how old I was, but I was young, but I, I, I saw that, too. Uh, we talked about yellow squash pie earlier and the difference between pumpkins and squashes. Here's a text that says a little bit of pumpkin history. They are giant gourds that are easy to cultivate, and a big one can feed a family for at least a day, and that's how it became a food staple. And you'd have to be stoned to make a yellow squash pie. <laughs> no, I'm I mean, not eating that be, pie. It might be good. I mean, you got to like yellow squash to, to start with, I guess. All right, I want to do a quick text off right. going into this, uh, this break. I, I want you to just do, do a quick text here. Do you like homemade cranberry sauce? Or do you like the cranberry sauce out of the can? I love the cranberry sauce out of the can. I don't like the chunks of cranberry in the real cranberry sauce. I mean, I, I don't even like to, to, to use that. It's not even cranberry sauce to me. It's that, it's that cheap stuff that's in, in the can, and you've got the imprint of the, the tin can on it when you put it on the, the, the saucer there. So a quick text off, do you like homemade or out of the can? Just, just put um, homemade or can. Which cranberry sauce do you like best? We'll do a quick text off. The Oakland Art Jewelers text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. You know, if the pilgrims and the Native Americans can come together for Thanksgiving in 1620, why can't Republicans and Democrats come together and get along enough to have a nice dinner? I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. All right, uh, Sports Talk is uh, coming up next uh, with Mike Dettelier and Bobby Aver. Steve Geller will be also with them. And uh, sports color analyst Deuce McAllister will join the guys with the Popeyes Wing Wednesday Review Preview. A lot of talk about the Saints and the Falcons and LSU and Texas A&M and the Tulane's playing this weekend as well. Right, don't forget to go to our website, www.com slash contest with an S and register to win tickets to see the Stones in concert Thursday, May 2nd, 2024. All right, it's been just a great day. I am I am most thankful for all of you and for this show. And we got a, a quick results for the uh, quick uh, cranberry text off. So, which do you like better, homemade or out of the can? And the can won overwhelmingly. So more people like the can than homemade. You could say uh, it opened a can of whoop ass on the It homemade. sure did. And then, you know, when you ask the question, uh, do you like your cranberry sauce in the can? No, I'd rather eat it on the table. Scoot on the you know, air. the can's kind of referred to as, you know, the, you know. Good anyway, Lord. I want to thank our program director and brand manager, Diane Newman. Market manager, Kevin Cassidy. Assistant program director, brand manager, senior producer of Scoot on the air, Ian Hook. News anchor, Chris Miller. And traffic with Dave Brainerd. And as always, I thank you. Uh, and I'm very grateful for you for being part of the show. And uh, thanks for being with us. Have a very peaceful and safe Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm Scoot.
Love you, New Orleans. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.